What up? Welcome to another episode of the Dealer Talk Podcast. This is your host, Herb Anderson. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today's session, we're talking to our second uh, tech company or technology uh, company of the season. As you all know, every season we pick two companies uh, that have uh, somewhat of new technology and we uh, like to showcase those on the show. Um, the, the way that I kind of go about setting this up is I get a lot of inquiries from companies wanting to do demos and wanting to come on the podcast to talk about their their solutions and, and things of that nature. Um, and so I do a bunch of these demos prior to each season, and then I pick two companies that I really like. Um, and my criteria is it's got to be something that I feel that is uh, bringing some sort of value, right? Because I, I don't want to just get them on the show and have them pitch their product. I want to make sure that they're addressing some sort of global issue within the within the industry so that we can have a, a good, valuable conversation. Uh, but at the same time, it's got to be something that I feel could have the potential uh, to to make some sort of an impact. And today's session is no different, right? So uh, the company we're talking to is called RevFurls. And uh, it's a unique take on, on the referral process and how to automate that in order to maximize the value of it, right? Because in my opinion, that's probably one, if not the most uh, effective way of generating new business. Um, these guys were gracious enough to accept to do a webinar for the Dealer Talk audience for free. So make sure to check that out. Uh, the, sh- the information is in the show notes. As always, I just want to put a disclaimer out there that we've received no monetary compensation to promote this. Um, I, it's simply something that I feel could be could be a value. Um, and I wanted to make sure to showcase that on the show. Uh, so if you're interested in learning more, go to the show notes. Um, I made a mistake when uh, when I promoted this during this session, but as you know, we don't edit anything. Uh, so I wanted to clarify the webinar is not on the 28th, obviously, because that's Thanksgiving Day. It's actually on the 22nd. So, um, you know, go to the show notes. The information there is accurate. There's a link. You can click on it, sign up. And uh, if you're interested in learning more about this deal, you can check it out. It's absolutely free and you can, uh, you know, uh, listen to these guys pitch, look at the demo, see if it's something that might have some sort of an impact um, or just help you create some sort of differentiation. Again, we don't promote, we're not for or against. I just feel it's cool. It's a, it's a something new. It's something different. It's fresh. Um, and I think there's something there uh, that might merit uh, just uh, taking a look. So anyway, that's all we have. Let's get into the episode. Let's check it out. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Dealer Talk Podcast. This is your host, Herb Anderson. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode got a great conversation lined up for today. I'm very, very excited to um, get the guest on. Uh, before we make the introduction, um, I kind of wanted to set things up by posing the question. Right now within your dealership, what is your best um, marketing tool, marketing resource, if you will? If you really think about it, what is getting you the most results for the least amount of spend? That's exactly what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to be talking about one of the most effective ways, one of the most effective ways that you can set yourself up up for success. So um, I'm very, very excited for this conversation. I think that um, there's going to be a lot of insight, so make sure that you're ready to take some notes. Um, And yeah, man, I'm excited to get into it. So without further ado... Our guest for today is Mr. JP. JP, you're going to have to help me with your last name, man. Yeah, it's Burke Kemper. What's up, Burke? Burke Kemper. There you go. JP, uh, welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so pumped to be on. Dude, I'm excited to have you on the show. This is going to be a great conversation. Like I said um, early on, um, you know, that's, that's uh, one of the things that when you and I connected and started talking about what you guys do, um, I was really, really attracted to what you guys offer. And after I saw the demo 
um, even more so. And so I'm, I'm pumped to have you guys on the show so we can talk about, um, you know, uh, one of the most effective ways that dealers can connect with customers and generate some additional wins. Well, I definitely appreciate that, man. And yeah, I'm uh, just excited. Uh, a lot of exciting things going on and I'm just excited for a good conversation. You know, you obviously know a ton about the industry and all the listeners out there. I'm just kind of excited to get this, uh, you know, get this opportunity to expose what we're doing and, you know, see if we can help some people out. Right on, man. That's what it's all about, too. Okay, so um, let's see. So first question I ask everybody that comes on the show is just a little bit of a recap. recap. Tell us a little bit about your experience, what you're doing. Um, and what you've done in the past. Yeah, so um, that's a good starting point. Starting point. To be honest with you, Herb, and I know we've talked about this in the past, I don't have a ton of experience in the dealership world. Um, this was kind of introduced to me. My dad is a big uh, player in the finance field and has started a couple different businesses throughout his career. I've been in sales a long time, um, and this was introduced to me through him who met my partner, Randy. And you're going to probably hear a lot more about Randy uh, through this conversation. Uh, but Randy's been in the industry for, you know, 25 years, automotive technology type stuff. And uh, was introduced to him and we kind of hit it off, kind of had the same, uh, you know, goals, dreams, if you will. And that's kind of how I got uh, got involved. So rewind i know this is uh aaron a little bit later but rewind back to may of this year 2019 i quit my job we've been working on this referral is what it's called um for the last two and a half years you know coming up getting closer to three years now and uh you know back in may i quit my job and at that time really just puts put aside everything and dove head first into all this so really, you could say I only have about five, six months of experience. Um, but I think Randy, you know, my partner really makes up for it. And, you know, all these industries, you know, when you talk about referrals, which I know that's kind of a lot we're going to be talking about today, it's, you know, it's, it's the same type of thing. You ask any type of business owner out there, no matter how successful they are, you know, what could you be doing better? You know, if anything, you know, a lot of those people out there are going to say, well, referrals. So that was something that really resonated with me when Randy brought this up to me. It's his baby, but really kind of hit me right in the center. Um, and at that point, I was I was all in. So that's really a background on me. Um, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri, and um, I don't know. I think that's uh, that's all I got for you. Right on, man. And uh, you started things off uh, out by talking about your experience and not having any. And uh, listen, I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. I think sometimes those that fresh perspective, absolutely, yeah, um, is is an advantage, right? And no I doubt. think that, yeah, and I think that um, you know uh, that that could definitely bring some 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 uh, you know just a different yeah. insight, fresh perspective, I mean? right? For sure, for yeah. sure. So, um, all right. So, uh, obviously, the, the conversation or, or wh what we're talking about here is is a way for dealerships to connect with customers in a more effective way, right? Absolutely. Uh, and yeah. when, when I think about that, right, when I think about um, that opportunity, I'm always thinking about how can dealers connect with more, more customers or more potential buyers at the least amount of spend, right? Right. Um, right. I read an article recently, and I can't remember where it was, if it was on Automotive News um, or where I saw that, but it was talking about the cost of acquisition for a new customer, and it was super expensive. It was like 500 bucks. It's crazy. Like yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so talk to me a little bit, 50,000 view, right? Because I always like to start big, and then we'll, we'll, we'll work our way to a granular point, but 50,000 view, when you guys sat down and you were like, Hey, we need to change this particular thing in the industry. What did you see? What was the issue? Um, talk, talk to me about that experience. Well, you know what? I think you said it right there, man. It, there's so much time, effort, money is spent on new customer acquisition, you know, and coming from a sales background, I don't blame any of these guys, you know, so much is, is focused on, Hey, I, I get this lead. I'm going to work like hell to, to convert it. And once it's converted, well, it's on to the next, right? What, so kind of, you know, what really kind of hit us in the head was, well, what systems do we have in place 
And when I say we, I mean car dealerships. And this is stuff that I've just kind of picked up on over the last few months. What systems do we have to really kind of retain our, our customers that we have and really, you know, in a way, convert them into active promoters for us? Because, you know, you talk about that spend, you know, what you said, 500 bucks per, you know, customer acquisition. It's crazy. You know, you think about like what these customers can do for you. Hey, Herb, I just bought my car through ABC Lincoln, man. I had a really great experience. That's it. You know, that's and especially with all the joy that comes along with buying a car, just being able to really leverage that and really, um, you know, I, I don't want to say own, but, you know, cultivate these customers that we have, and really capitalize on their the goodwill of you know these customers that we've helped out, you know taking taking advantage of what is a satisfied customer. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, no, totally, absolutely. So so at the dealership level, right? When 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 we're looking at ways to, I don't know, offer a solution or some sort of uh, um, a different. I don't know, tool or, 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 you know, a different way of, of capitalizing on the referrals. Would you say that you guys saw that, that what the, the salespeople were not really asking for that referral? They weren't really um, utilizing that, that technique, that tool yeah. that's available to them. Is it because they were afraid to ask for it in your guys' opinion? Or is it because they, maybe they just have too many customers, too much business that it just, you know, it's not even mm -hmm. in their mind. Well, I definitely, you know what, I think it's kind of a combination of all the things that you brought up. You know, in my head, I don't think there's such thing as too much, too many customers, you know, to simply ask for a referral. It also, you know, you said it, it's, it's a little weird, you know, you can't really put your finger on it. You know, it's something that sounds so simple is, Hey, it was a pleasure helping you out today, Herb. You know, if you got any buddies, you know, it's, well, let me start with this. If you, if you had a good experience, man, referrals are great, you know, and they really helped me grow my business, especially, you know, with the experiences that we had today, anyone you bring in, you know, I'm going to roll out the red carpet for them. Something like that, you know, which sounds so simple. It is a little weird. You know, you're asking for something out of the customer. And believe me, I've been there, you know, but um, and then it goes to, you know, not having the tools. I don't think that's the salesperson's fault. I think that's definitely something that we found to be a void. There really isn't a system out there to really capitalize on the potential here. Um, so and going back to, you know, the amount of people or salespeople that are asking for these referrals, it's less than 15%. So, you know, wow. you ask me, it's, it's crazy. You know, it, it's a little wild. And, you know, I've talked to a lot of different decision makers, a lot of GMs, a lot of salespeople, you know, kind of get their feedback and ask them about it. And all these guys will tell you, Oh, well, you know what? The people that are asking for referrals, it's the difference between selling 30 cars a month and 10 to 15. So, you know, you, you see it in the numbers. Um, but at the same time, you know, those people that are asking for referrals, well, you know, what does that look like? Hey, Herb, pleasure helping you out. You know, anyone tell them to come on in, I'm going to hook them up at that point. Yeah. I think that goes a long way, but we don't really, I don't think these car dealers have systems to really track and monitor that, you know, to where, and if you're not tracking, you're not optimizing. Does that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, man. But you know, it's crazy because I think what, so I think about it this way, right? So, and I, you know, obviously I'm, I work, how do I say this in my, in my line of work, right. As a consultant in the automotive industry, mm -hmm. like referrals for me are number one. I love that. Right? Because, yeah. um, I can't, you know, that's, that's kind of how my, how my business works. Like I, I, I work with a certain dealership and they recommend me to others, right. Mm -hmm. Or maybe within their own group or whatever. So for me, that's definitely a part of my process. And I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it any other way because in my mind, that referral <clears throat> customer is the best type of customer. No right? doubt. Yeah. They're already, they come in to that transaction already from a place of trust, yep. right? Because they've been, you've been vetted already, so to speak, right? Of course. Um, and so to me, that would be the, 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 the easiest thing to do would be to, hey, if, I, if you bought a car from me and you had a good experience and everything was great and, you know, tens all the way through, my next step would be to definitely 
ask you for that referral who you know right then and there like who can we talk to give me their name sort of a deal obviously in a professional way you don't want to be pushy or of course. anything like that but that would be the next step and so it just seems it's kind it, of it's like a no-brainer to, almost yeah right you so know it's kind of crazy to hear those statistics and to kind of see that that um that's not being done in a in I don't want to say, you know, across the board, because I'm mm-hmm. sure that there's uh, exceptions to every rule. But I can agree that there's there's definitely an opportunity there for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, uh, just the just the power of referrals, Herb, you know, I, I'm going to hit you with a little, little bit of statistics here. I hope I don't bore you guys to death. But, <laughs> uh, you know, trust and reviews, recommendations, referrals from friends are the number one drivers behind purchasing decisions today. And what's so great about that, Herb, is that 83% of American consumers, they say they're willing to refer after a good experience, after a positive experience. So we got that going for us. And then 92% of people say they trust reviews, referrals from people they know. And then 82% of, of consumers are actively, they're out there actively seeking out reviews, referrals from friends when considering a purchase. So really compelling stats there. And this actually leads me to my favorite. You mentioned it earlier in the, you know, right when we were introducing each other was referral marketing generates three to five times higher conversion rates than any other channel. You talk about, you know, TV, radio ads, digital advertising, social media. It's all awesome. Absolutely necessary. in your guys, you know, campaigns and everything, but there's something to be said about referrals, you know, and, like I, like I was saying before, it's the cheapest form of marketing out there. So the fact that, you know, and it's not, you said, there's a, an exception to every rule. There are dealerships that are more forward thinking out there that have systems in place. Um, but for the most part, we're seeing that most of these guys don't, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it, that's, that's definitely interesting for sure. So uh, kind of switching gears here a little bit. How can, in your guys' opinion, right, like, um, how can dealerships, um, you know, obviously, we're going to talk about what you guys do and the solution that you offer later on, right? But Mm -hmm. um, just from a, you know, from, hey, we see this issue in the industry, right? How can how can dealerships create a reason uh, for referrals to happen within their teams, right? How can they? Because, I mean, obviously, the, the, the givens are there. Hey, guys, listen, referrals, super effective. It's cheap. You know what I mean? Like, it could, like you said, it can could, it could make the difference between selling 15 and 30 cars a month. Mm-hmm. But obviously, that's not enough because it's not happening, right? Yeah. So um, what are your guys' thoughts? So let me, let me try to understand where you're coming from here. What are our thoughts on like systems that these dealerships should be implementing or help me out there with what you're Uh, sure. Uh, So, so um, basically what can we leave for the people that are listening, whether they're taking ops or maybe they're decision makers, maybe they're managers or whatever with the team. Right. So how can they create a reason for referrals to happen within their team? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I think it all starts with customer experience. I mean, you know, I think it's every, Everyone in the dealership, whether you're a, a porter you're a, or upwards the GM, you got to be going into work every day doing your job. And that's making sure that your customers are, are leaving with a great experience. That's going to, you know, of course, the better experiences they have, the more they're going to talk about you, hence referrals. Right. So I think that's really um, what it comes down to is making sure you're doing your job well. You know, you go on as a salesperson, you go in with a smile on your face. Um, you're not pushing anything. I think, uh, you know, when you were talking about you getting your, your own referrals, you're not pressing the matter. Um, but you're definitely leaving it open there. Hey, you know, these referrals, they help me out. It's really as simple as that. Um, but I think, you know, and that's kind of the thing here, Herb, you know, I think that's why we're on the podcast is, you know, to tell you about real systems that that can be put in place that really haven't existed in the past, you know, because I do believe that a salesperson should ask. And I think that should come down from management. Hey, make sure you're asking for referrals, but man, even better, you know, why not have systems in place to ask for you? You know, and and we're going to dive into that a little bit deeper, but does that make sense at all? Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I mean, I I think, I think you you hit it 
uh, you know, you hit the nail on the head with the experience portion. Absolutely. Right? Uh, yeah. What um, what we want to do is we want to leverage that that opportunity that we have to to like I said, just create that trust from the gate, right? And and I just don't see it. anything better than somebody already being like, hey, this is the guy. I bought the car from this from this dude. Mm-hmm. It was an awesome experience. You got to go see him. There you go. Um, you know, having that mindset during that process, I think that is key. But, you know, I, I pose the question, um, why is that not happening? Are we not doing that because, what, are we afraid that the customers didn't have a good experience? I mean, because you know, right? You know if, if they if they left there feeling good about their experience. Yeah. And if they did, why are we not asking for that? Well, is it because we forget? Is it, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, why yeah, is this not happening? And that's something that you can't really put your finger on. As weird as that sounds, I mean, you 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 nailed it as well. I mean, as a salesperson, you know when somebody's leaving. You know if they had a bad time, if they had a great time. For the most part, I think we can agree, Herb. When when your customers leaving with a new car, they're going to have a big fat smile on their face, right? So at that point, it's it is a little weird. It's a little it's a little weird. And I can and I'm just putting myself in the shoes of a salesperson. I've been there. You know, but it is really that simple. Just teeing it up. Um, and I know I, I almost sound like a broken record now, but hey, Herb, I helped you out. Can you help me out here? <laughs> right. Um, I don't know if it comes down to a, you know, being scared or, and of course, every salesperson out there is a little different. You know, I know there's people out there that have no problem. They've got it down to a science asking for referrals. I've actually heard some really cool um, strategies that, that some of these guys have. And, Man, it, it it works like a charm. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm sure. And like I, I know I know several myself. So yeah. I, I like I said, I mean, um, but um okay, so uh let's see. Let's talk about the the when is the best time, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. in your guys' in your opinion, because your systems obviously work on on some sort of a cadence, I'm sure. And like I said, we'll, we'll look at that in a, little, mm-hmm. in a little bit. But when is the best time to ask for a referral? Yeah. Because for me, for example, any time is a good time. Dude, if Love a customer's that. walking in and, they, and, they're, and they're leaving and there's nothing and I've lost that sale, right? That customer's walking out the door for whatever reason I wasn't able to convert it. I'm still asking that customer for a referral. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that customer's walking out the door. Hey, man, who do you know that I can sell a car to? Who do you know that needs a car, you know? Like that, that would be my mentality. That would be my philosophy, my, you know, cause if they're walking, they're walking already. Right. I have mm-hmm. nothing to lose. You, you got it. You got it. You know what I mean? um, so, so, you know, what do you guys think? What, what, what is your recommendation? Best time to ask for a referral. You said it. It's all, it's all the time. You know, it, if the, if the salesperson had the luxury, if they had the time in the day to call up every single customer they had sold to, you know, what, whether it be once every month, every couple months to ask for a referral or maybe shoot it, you shoot a text, email, whatever it is, that's what you want. You know, unfortunately, salespeople, they don't have that luxury. All right. You know, they're so focused. And again, I don't blame them. They're focused on the next sale. Right. The best time to ask for a referral, though, is, of course, moments of delight. You know, and in other words, I just bought a car. That's a moment of delight. I'm freaking psyched. And you know what? Her, my salesperson hooked me up. Hey, and, and then I get that. I get asked that question. Hey, do you know anyone else that's in the market? You know, because if you do, you know, I, I hope I, I hope I did a good job for you. I helped you out. I'd love to be able to be of service to one of your buddies. Um, so the best time to ask is absolutely right away at delivery. Hey, before they leave the lot and their brand new car, they're psyched. And, you know, that's when people are going to be talking about it the most. When I pull off the lot in my new car, I pull into my driveway. Well, you know, my buddies are going to be, I go to work the next day. My buddies are going to be asking, oh, you got a new car, you know, yada, yada, yada. And it's the best time. Yeah. My buddy, yeah. My salesman Herb hooked me up and also making it, you know, rewarding for me to give it, to give a, uh, to give a referral. You know, we all know about bird dog fees. Every every dealership has them. You know, but how many customers of yours that are leaving a lot actually know about it? You know, um, so I think always be asking for referrals. That's probably the, uh, I don't know if that's a great answer, but um, you know, the more you're asking, the better, because you never know. 
Yeah, I think it's just it's part of you got to make that part of your process, right? You no got to find a way to, to ingrain that in your process, and maybe that starts in the beginning, right? When the during the the hiring, especially if they're green peas and they've never been in the business before, mm-hmm. now you can you know now you really have an opportunity to make that kind of grind that into their um, you know into what you know. The, the steps of the sale or whatever you're using. It. You got it. So, uh, the other thing I kind of wanted to talk about is, and I don't know if you guys have statistics or if you've seen anything in, in particular within what you offer, but um, what is this, what is the, the, the referral process or the, the referral program? Not, not, not program. That's not the right word, but you know, getting to a place where you're constantly asking for referrals even on a follow-up basis, right? Yeah. Like maybe you hit your customers up once a month on social media or whatever. I don't know, whatever strategy you have. But what, is that, what, what does that do for top-mind awareness within your customers? Because that's an, a, a side benefit to the referrals that is, is often not mentioned or not talked about, right? Because um, you reach out to that customer a month after the purchase or whatever as a follow-up, and now you're asking for referrals, but you're talking, you're calling, you're saying the name of your dealership. Like there's, there's some, there's some, some crossover there as far as, um, you know, some marketing appeal or some marketing benefit to it. No doubt about that. Yeah. I mean, I'll tell you if I got a phone call and I, you know, I've bought a car, uh, I bought one car in my life and I bought it through a salesperson who actually I had a really great time with, but I never heard from him again. And I don't blame him for that. You know, he's probably out selling more cars, which is great. Um, but that goes a really long way. I think everyone probably knows that, you know, everyone's going to appreciate, hey, JP, it's been 30 days since you had your car. Um, you know, just checking in, you know, and hey, want to keep it top of mind. If, ever, if any of your buddies are in the market for a car, you know, I'll keep saying it over and over through this podcast. But, you know, let, let, me, let them know. You know, let them know, you know, about our experiences and, you know, even better though, Herb is, you know, getting it automated, you know, having automated systems in place so that your salespeople don't have to really take, I mean, let me put it this way. If I'm a GM, yeah, I want my, my salespeople reaching out to my, uh, to their customers, but at the end of the day, it's what's, what's the most important. Of course, if you can do both, it's, that's ideal. But I got a, I got an up walking in, or I can take five minutes to call my customer. I think you're, they're probably going to focus most of their mind on on that up that's coming in. So if you can find a system out there that's doing this for you, I mean, now you're ahead of the game. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And like I said, like like I said, you know, which, which the premise of the question is that you know um, you want to get in some sort of of, of cadence or, or some sort of follow up. Um, technique or something because there's there's you know it, it's an opportunity for you to get in front of customers and talk about your dealership talk about your brand mm-hmm. and like i said there's, there's a marketing appeal to that to making that a part of your process because you just never know dude i mean you would you can call your customers from yeah, i don't know three years ago or whatever just yeah. check up on them and you know and, and and that's a good time to ask for a referral too you know obviously if they're not ready to buy a car, they're not looking to buy a car. Why not ask them if anything's changed or if they know of anybody or, um, you know what I mean? And take that opportunity to, to, again, promote your brand, promote mm-hmm. your, your, your dealership, promote your, your, what, you know, your services too. You got it. And the thing is, man, I, I mentioned it earlier is these referral programs or some would call bird dog fees. They exist. You know, it's, it's actually rewarding. If I buy my car through you, Herb, I tell my brother, hey, I bought my car through Herb. If you go in and buy a car through Herb, I'm going to get 100 bucks in the mail. I mean, that's pretty cool. But again, I don't think customers, and, and I'm, there's an exception to every rule, but I don't think the customers on, on the larger scale are aware of this. And if they were, I think it'd be a, bit, uh, you know, a little bit of a different story. Keeping that on top of mind Man, I think that could be a huge, should be a huge priority for dealerships. Hey, you know, really that retention is huge. Customer experience, it happened to me, Herb. I'm not, I, I'll bring you back to when I bought my car. This was probably three, four years ago. And I got a check in the mail. I remember my buddy coming, I worked with him. He came out to me, hey, you brought your car through, you know, ABC. And I told him, I told him I had a great experience. A few weeks later, I had a check in the mail. 
yeah, it might've even been like $200. That was awesome. That was really, really freaking cool. And, you know, that kept me, you know, prone to, okay, well now I know, Hey, if any of my buddies are in the car, I don't mind an extra 200 bucks in my, in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, no, for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And, and like you said, I mean, I think that we have to, you know, that's got to be a part of, the, of, of your process of letting your customers know about that because that's a benefit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so um, switching gears here a little bit um, on the data side of things, right? Because we've become very data-centric, I would say. Absolutely. In this industry. Yeah. So... A lot of times when I've had these conversations about referrals, uh, it always breaks down to, well, we can't track it. There's no way for us to track it, right? Mm-hmm. We have a program where we, we, we do acts or whatever, but there's no way for us to really track it because, you know, they're, you know either if it's through, measured through the CRM, uh, salespeople are not logging that incorrectly or whatever. If they're not using some sort of tool or anything, they're, you know, how do you know? How can you tell? Yeah. Right? So how do you guys see that playing into the current, um, I don't want to say issue, but into, you know, holding people accountable at the dealership level when it comes to implementing these? Because long term, I I would say that there's a long term benefit to doing this, right? Because if you get your salespeople on a groove, right, and they do this and Mm -hmm. you know it's happening around the clock and you know, there's going to be some long-term, long-term benefits to that. It, more exposure, I would assume more, in, you know, increases in, in, in sold units, maybe even increases in the service department as well, because, you know, there's, there's a retention benefit to that. Yeah, of course. Of course. And, you know, I think um, with the technology that's coming out nowadays, Herb, if you're not tracking, you, you, you know, you're behind. It, it, you're not really, um, you know, staying current. You're not ahead of the curve. You're falling behind. Um, it's all about tracking. You know, I can't go into a dealership, and maybe, maybe I can. You know, if they trust me, and um, hopefully, hopefully that's the case. Anyways, um, yeah. but uh, you know, if I can't tell them, hey, if I can't come back to them, let's put it this way: if I can't come back to them three months later and show them exactly, hey. With and let's just put it in, in you know in, in my everyday. If I can't show them, hey, you signed up ninety days ago, and this is what's happened, you know, who's going to be interested in that? So going back to the whole tracking and the data, you're absolutely correct. It's so important now. Um, it's such a data driven business. Um, so I guess I hope that answers your question. Okay, it's all about tracking, monitoring. And also with that tracking and monitorization, A-B testing, you know, t- always enhancing and, and making changes that need to be, that need to be changed. Um, you know, one big example is, you know, every time I search a car, let's just say I search in an F- Ford F-150. Well, then I'm going to get so many emails from it. And that's what we don't want to do is we don't want to bombard right? It's about figuring out these customers and really coming up with a, um, you know, personalized campaigns, incentives that are, that are tailored to specific interests and optimize to maximize conversion. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I like, no, yeah, for sure. And I like what you said there because, um, you know, if you can track it, if you can find a way to track it, then you can, you can experiment or you can, yeah, you can experiment and you can, you can measure that. What's working, what's not working. Let's make some tweaks here or there. Um, so, um, uh, you know, some sort of system, some sort of, of, of solution that allows you to do that and track it in some way. I think that there's, there's definitely some, some added benefits to that. Yeah. And, you know, people unsubscribing from emails, whether it be emails, texts, you know, you got to be tracking that stuff because, Absolutely. you know, if people are getting the same bland generic emails, you know, and everyone gets the same one and you don't know where the, where things are falling off, then, you know, you got a problem. Right on. Yeah. All right. So kind of switching gears here. Um, we're getting close to that time. I want to give you, a, um, you know, a few minutes to talk about what you guys do. Um you know, we picked two companies. Uh, it's kind of become a, a, a I want to say, tradition of the podcast where we pick two companies that 
uh, reach out because I get that stuff all the time from social media companies reaching out because of the podcast and they want to like obviously get the word out there. Of course. So, um, <laughs> you know, they're always reaching out to do demos and, and that sort of thing, um, which I love doing. I love learning. I love looking at other things. And um, I, we always pick two companies that we feel have something that's different, that's unique, that could be potentially something that could it's either the beginning of some sort of change within within the, the the industry, or it's something that we feel is 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 on its way to um, really make an impact, right? And when I saw your guys, what you guys have to offer, and we did the demo and all that stuff, <clears throat> I really really liked what you what you have because um, I like this concept of referrals. Again, mm-hmm. it's the cheapest form of marketing. It's probably the most effective. Um, and to find a way to kind of, um, I don't want to say, you know, what's the word to, to, to find a solution, right. Where you can kind of, um, uh, you know, track it and, and measure it and make it happen, um, automated. Probably that's the word that I'm looking for to automate this mm-hmm. process of, of asking for referrals and, and, and more importantly for the dealership benefiting from that. I think that that's, that's, I think that's very, very interesting at the very least. If not, it could be something that could really make a difference, really differentiate uh, dealers, help with that, with that experience portion and ultimately help dealers sell more cars and do it in a way that's more, more cost of course to that. Yeah. And you, so yeah. I want to, I want to give you some some time to talk about what you guys are doing, um, and and kind of let us yeah. know, man. What what's referral? What, what you know? Give us the give us the pitch. Yeah. So um, you know, I'm going to take a little excerpt out of out of what you say all the time. You know, I've listened to a few of your guys' podcasts, and you know, let's just say make it easy. Joe goes into ABC Lincoln. He buys a car from you. Well, Joe said yes, right? And I love when you say that. He said, yes, he said it for a reason, whatever that reason was, he said, yes. All right. So why are, you know, what are we doing or why are we not putting Joe in a position, an easy position to say yes again, over and over and over, you know, whether that be in, whether that be leaving a nice review, whether it be sharing his, his experience with a friend or his network or coming back to the dealership for, for scheduled maintenance. So what we have here is basically a tool that's going to automate it for the salespeople. It's going to automate it for the dealership um, to really (laughs) cultivate long-term relationships with customers, Um, get them back into the dealership, making them leave, um, having them leave reviews, asking for reviews, making it extremely simple to refer, whether that be through an email, whether it be through text, sharing it on Facebook. Um, so basically, we have the tools that automate it for the customers. We make it rewarding. Again, we talk about the bird dog fees. Um, the customers are reached out to on an ongoing basis, you know, to really keep that retention high. And we're basically just kind of enhancing the customer experience, um, you know, throughout the whole ownership process. So what's really cool about referral is that every customer that leaves a lot is going to be um, provided a customized, personalized, what we call VIP page or vehicle information page. Through here, they can, you know, there's year, simple things, year, make, model of their car, but also really helpful information, how-to videos, um, you know, digital owner's manuals, being able to schedule your next service, all that good stuff. And we have the campaigns and systems to really make it easy for them to keep them engaged and tracking all this information. You know, when we ask for referrals, we, you know, it's one thing to ask for referrals at delivery herb, which everyone should be doing, but it's another thing to be asking once and then on an ongoing basis. Cause you know, when you, when you leave the lot, you had a good experience and, and you know, your cut your salesperson asks you, Hey, if anyone's in the market, well, who do you know that's in the market right away for a car? You know, what are the odds of that? But the whole goal of referral or one of its many things, it's a very robust tool. But one of the things is keeping that on in the forefront of their mind. Okay, if I, I know, uh, you know, it's because I'm getting, you know, regular texts or emails. And again, this is all monitored. We're not bombarding. We're not bombarding these customers, but we have the tools to really keep that retention high. Oh, okay, my, my salesperson's reaching out to me. This is really cool. 
Um, so offering incentives, ta- tailored personal messages, um, you know, to really cultivate and monetize on what is a satisfied customer. Uh, I think that's kind of, it's becoming a buzzword is customer experience. How can we, you know, convert our active customers because they already said yes once into, you know, brand promoters. And the, the beauty of it is they can do this in a lot of ways. You remember we said 83% of, you know, American consumers are willing to refer. Well, that's a starting point. And, you know, we want to get that as close to 83% because right now it's down at like 25%. Um, and I, I'm talking about referrals there. So really there's a disconnect there and we want to solve that problem. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, as far as the technology itself, like, listen, we're not for or against anything on the show. Yeah. Um, you guys didn't pay us anything to be here. We honestly, you're on the show because I've liked what I saw and I feel like dealers can benefit from and it. I definitely here. appreciate that. Herb. Um, so um, I liked what I saw and some of the things that I liked about the product I'll mention right now. Number one, I like that it's that it's a system. Right. It's a system. Absolutely. It, it allows you to. Yeah, it allows you to automate that process. You don't have to. It's not like you don't look. It's a tool at the end of the day. If you don't use the tool, then that's on you. But it gives you an opportunity as a decision maker at the dealership level to hone or to um, maximize that referral process. You got it. Which I really, really like. The other <clears> thing that I liked is I like the fact that you could put the reviews on the website. Um for the customer, you know, not for the customers, but from the mm-hmm. customers rather. So that portion is really cool. I think that there's some added value there. Um, and I like that it, 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 and I don't know, you know, it's part of the, like, yeah, we call it bird dog fee or whatever, but it, uh, it allows the customer to pick their form of payment in the, it, via gift yeah. cards or something to that effect. If I remember you correctly, got it. right. Yep. So if I like Starbucks, I can get a hundred dollar Starbucks card or, you know, if I want Amazon or whatever. So, I mean, I think that when you, when you, when you think digital and just where we are as a society, I think that that part's pretty cool as well. And there were other things. I mean, I don't remember everything cause it's been what a month or so since yep. we did it, but, um, I dig it, man. What, what, um, you know, just really quick cause we're, yep. we're really running out of time, but, um, you know, talk to, talk to us about the, the the mechanics of it if you will like uh, if you could describe kind of you know the process so i i bought a car i leave i have your system now yeah so that's a that's a good question i'll try to make it quick so herb this is a tool that and a system like you said that is built to really last the whole entire lifespan of that customer's ownership um you know the average person i think buys a new car every five years all right, so our tool starts right at delivery. We actually have a mobile app that salespeople pers- sales can opt to use. We believe it goes a really long way. You know, we, have that, we actually have the uh, statistics to show that. Um, but what's really cool is I can go to a decision maker at a, um, at a dealer and tell them, hey, the proof is in the pudding. All right, referrals are big time. All right, and if you're not doing anything about it, you know, you should at least be thinking about it. What's really cool about ours is we know you guys probably have some of your top salesmen that have some good strategies, but the beauty of this is that we do it for them. All right. All you got to do is use our app. You can take up to five photos in front of the customer with their new car and you press submit. All right. We integrate with the CRM and the DMS as well um, to where it's two simple clicks of a button. It probably adds 30 seconds to the sales process right away. An automated email and text are going to go out introducing them to that VIP that I talked about. And before that, they're, you know, asked to leave a kind review and also share with friends. Um, We do that up at, you know, we talked about moments of delight at the beginning when they're the most excited. We want to take advantage of that. We want to provide them with some nice pictures. If the salespeople don't, and I hear it all the time on my sales guys, I don't want to say they're lazy, but you know, they have their, they have their processes. They have their unique strategies that are working for them. Dude, if you're, I'm, I'm sorry, but I got to yeah. interject here. And I, one of my biggest pet peeves. If you're selling cars in 2019 and you don't take pictures of <laughs> your customers, post them on your social media page, then you got. Problems. I love that, man. And you know what? I don't want to. Sure. I don't want to throw any of the sales guys under the bus. I would say 90% of the people I ask, "Hey, are you taking pictures?" Yeah, I'm taking pictures. So, 
Um, with that said, I do believe, I think you're right. Most people are taking those photos, but it's, that's, that's the beauty of it, Herb, is, is you got it right there. You're already taking pictures. All right. So just use our app. It's going to upload it and immediately send an email out from you at, you know, introducing them to their VIP through the systems before they get there. They're going to be asked for a nice review, share with friends. And from that point now, you say share with friends as a share with friends on social media platform. Yes. Yes. So right now we're integrated with Facebook and I know that, you know, we've talked about, we're a little early stages right now, but we've got Facebook. We've actually, you know, I remember last time we talked, we were not putting our uh, reviews up to Google. Now we're shooting them right to Google, you know, cause that's what dealerships want. That's where people are looking. It makes sense to me. Um, but also being able to share that on Facebook, making it, that, that's the thing, or, you know, you gotta be, wait, 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 I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta emphasize yeah. this. So yeah, I remember yeah. that. And I, I told you guys that that would be an extra advantage because it helps with uh, reputation management. Hey, Herb, anything so, you say, man, I take it to heart. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> so now it's, now it's putting, in, it's putting those reviews. Up Brings them right to Google. Right yep. on, man. That's, that's even yeah. better. Wow. That's yeah, awesome. we love it. It's so, and then, you know, it's one thing to be getting review, reviews, Herb. You know, there's so many platform, or I'm sorry, there's so many softwares out there. That's the easy part is getting the reviews. But, you know, we take it a, a step further, maybe even two or three steps further. What do you, what do, how are we really utilizing these reviews? We make it super easy with templated things that they can post up to Facebook. They can shoot over in an email. We're actually working on through text so they can literally just scroll through their address book. And it shoots a per the person from them, from the customer to their buddies they're referring, a picture of their car. And right there, we have systems wow. in place to identify those referrals in their, um, you know, in whether they're in the market, whether that's, you know, a month six months. So we identify these people, you talk about data and then, you know, say they say six months. Well, and you're the referral. Hey, Herb, appreciate it. We don't want to bug you, but for now, here's a, maybe a little gift certificate to our service department to get them into the service department. But in five months, we have the systems, you know, you say you're in the, the market for a car in the next six months, we got systems in place to start following up in five you know, to just right on. Yeah. So it's identifying those customers and really having the systems in place to convert those, those referrals into customers for you guys. So that's, we love it. Well, listen, bro. Um, I, you know, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm really, happy to be really here. appreciate it. I want to give you some time to tell us how people can get in touch with you. I also want to mention, so this episode is dropping November 15th. So if you're listening to this today, the first day it aired, it's November 15th. These guys are putting up a webinar free of charge for you November 28th. I believe it's a Thursday. I'm going to put the link to that webinar in the show notes. So make sure to go there. If you want to do a free demo and check the system out. Again, it's free, line up um, so that they can walk you through it. You can see it real time. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, you know, like I said, come to your own conclusions. Again, they're not paying us to be on the show. We don't. We, we're not for or against anything. The, re the only reason why I wanted to have this conversation is because I see value in it. And I wanted to make sure to bring that to you. So, um, you know, again, make your own conclusions. So we got to wrap it up, dude, because I'm going out with my wife and I'm late. It's a Saturday night. I, I understand. Yeah, she's going <laughs> to. She's. She won't be. She won't be happy. Uh, I love it, man. Yeah, you're hard um, worker. Well, yeah, you guys can get a hold of me. I'm just going to give you my cell phone. It's nine seven zero seven eight seven zero five five one. You can check us out at RevFurl.com. That's referral with a V in there. Revving up reviews, revving up referrals. Kind of makes sense to most people. Um, and then, yeah, that webinar is November 28th. Um, no set time at this point. But, hey, we're also – I'm talking to, to the team about maybe getting a nice little um, – I don't know if I can say this on here or not, but a nice uh, dealer talk discount going for these guys. Should they want – should they like what they see and maybe want to get started? Yeah, so we're gonna put everything in the show notes. You're gonna you're gonna send me the the stuff here in the next couple of weeks. This this episode we're gonna dropping it November fifteenth. So, um, you know, just go to the show notes and all the information for that free webinar is gonna be in there. Um, dude, again, man, this has been an awesome conversation. I really appreciate you being on here. I, uh, I, it's I my appreciate pleasure. what you guys are doing. Uh, please keep me posted. Let me know how things progress. I really liked what you guys had. Uh, what you guys showed me, like I said, and I think there's value there. So I, I definitely would recommend the, the stores to check yes. it out. Just check it out. 
Come to Definitely. Austin. I'm bummed Eric couldn't make it. I, he, you know, next time I'm in Vegas, I'm going to hit you guys up. We'll have a, we'll have a beer. Right All on, right. man. Sounds like a um, – Hey, man, so uh, one last question. I ask everybody that comes on the show, and that question is, where do you see the automotive industry headed in the next five years and why? Such a great question. Such a great question. Something that all of us should be thinking about all the time. Um, but at the same time, it's a tough one to answer. You know, of course, things are always changing, but, you know, I think we can all agree customer is king, you know, and the customer is absolutely changing. So, you know, really being able to keep, you know, keep up with the customers, you know, I think the the less friction, the better, you know, things are moving online. I don't think, uh, I don't think that's going too far um, into that spectrum where people don't want to, you know, people buy from people. Um, but it, you know, kind of brings up the old saying, you know, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, you know, in this case, old dogs are going to have to be learning these new tricks or they're going to be left behind. Um, and of course the new tricks I'm referring to are, you know, just staying up to date with the latest technologies. Um, and you know, all revolved around the customer experience. I hope that answered your question. Okay. Yeah, dude. Yeah, um, I love that perspective. I agree. I mean, especially you said something in the beginning there that I kind of wanted to emphasize a little bit more. You talked about change, and I think that you're absolutely right. But I think that in our industry, change is even more accelerated. Definitely. So it, you got to be thinking about and the it's, future. It's starting right now. Yeah, it's. Oh yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Well, dude, JP, thank you so much, man. Yeah. I really appreciate you being on here again. This was this has been a really good conversation. Thank you, everybody, for tuning yeah, in. Thanks, everyone. Um, that's Yeah, that's all we have for today. And as usual, we'll talk later. You made it all the way to the end. Congratulations. Thank you so much for tuning in. We truly, truly appreciate it. If you like this episode and you think of somebody that can benefit from this information, please make sure to share it. Share this podcast so that they can take these insights back to the dealership and implement on their day to day. Thank you so much. And as usual, we'll talk later.